friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, July the 1st. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I am so grateful. I wish you God's life. I wish you God's joy. I wish you God's goodness. I wish you God's grace today. Thanks for being with me as we move through the readings, God's Word, uh, and see how that can impact who we are, how we are, uh, open our, our, ourselves to God's presence and become those uh, conduits for God's life and God's grace to those around us. Today's readings, brothers and sisters, speak of a couple of things, I think. They speak of that place of home for us, that place of life, of comfort that we all need, but they also speak of that place of challenge and that place of humility. I'm going, to, I'm going to touch on all three of those, I hope, before we're done here today. So we're going to read two readings today. Uh, the first from Isaiah, and I'm going to read out of the New American Translation for this. So this will be the exact one you hear at Mass this weekend. And, uh, and then we're going to hear from the Gospel. Uh, before I do that, just one brief uh, jump back to last week. Remember last week, Jesus was resolutely making his way to uh, Jerusalem and was going through Samaria, and they didn't like that he wasn't going to worship with them at Samaria, but that he was going to worship at Jerusalem instead. It was kind of a, hey, we thought you were one of us and you're not. And I said, I think the holy site at Samaria is Bethesda. Well, it isn't. I was kind of close, but kind of not. The holy mountain in Samaria, which is, again, just to the north of Jerusalem, uh, of Judea. Jerusalem's in Judea. Uh, the holy mountain is Mount Gerizim, but their holy shrine, their holy temple, was Bethel. So either you worshipped at Bethel on Mount Gerizim uh, if you were a Samaritan, or if you were Jewish, you worshipped in Jerusalem on Temple Mount at the, at the Temple uh, of Solomon. So Jesus was declaring where he was going. That's why they didn't like him. So forgive, not Bethesda, Bethel. Okay, that's my only jump back. Too much to go through today to, to stop and do more. So let's go into the readings. And again, invite you just to chew on them. Far more important than how I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spin it out. If what I say helps us understand them more, helps us say yes to God more and live that out more, well, then we praise God for that. So the, the reading from Isaiah is going to be Isaiah 66, 10 to 14c. So let's break that open first, okay? My friends are reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad because of her. All you who love her, exalt, exalt with her. All you who are mourning over her, oh, that you may suck fully of the milk of her comfort, that you may nurse with delight at her abundant breasts. For thus says the Lord, Lo, I will spread prosperity over Jerusalem like a river and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing torrent. As nurslings, 
You shall be carried in her arms and fondled in her lap. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. In Jerusalem, you shall find your comfort. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice and your bodies flourish like the grass. The Lord's power shall be known to his servants. My friends, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And so from that, let's go to the gospel. Now the gospel I'm going to read out of Eugene Peterson's translation. Uh, And the gospel is out of Luke. We're jumping to chapter 10 this week. So it's going to be chapter 10, verses 1 to 12. And then we're going to skip ahead to verses 17 to 20. So again, if you want to read along with, I'm going to read out of Eugene Peterson's translation. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Later, the master selected 70 and sent them ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he intended to go. He gave them this charge. What a huge harvest, and how few the harvest hands. So on your knees, ask the God of the harvest to send harvest hands. On your way, but be careful, this is hazardous work. You're like lambs in a wolf pack. Travel light, comb and toothbrush, and no extra luggage. Don't loiter and make small talk with everyone you meet along the way. When you enter a home, greet the family. Peace. If your greeting is received, then it's a good place to stay. But if it's not received, take it back and get out. Don't impose yourself. Stay at one home, taking your meals there, for a worker deserves three square meals. Don't move from house to house, looking for the best cook in town. When you enter a town and are received, eat what they set before you. Heal anyone who is sick and tell them God's kingdom is right on your doorstep. When you enter a town and are not received, go out into the street and say, the only thing we got from you is the dirt on our feet and we're giving it back. Did you have any idea that God's kingdom was right on your doorstep? Sodom will have it better on Judgment Day than the town that rejects you. The 70 came back triumphant. Master, even the demons dance to your tune. Jesus said, I know. I saw Satan fall, a bolt of lightning out of the sky. See what I've given you? Safe passage as you walk on snakes and scorpions and protection from every assault of the enemy. No one can put a hand on you. All the same, the great triumph is not in your authority over evil, but in God's authority over you and presence with you. Not what you do for God, but what God does for you. That's the agenda for rejoicing. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. 
So how do we spin these together? Really, the only thread that I saw through them was at the end of Luke's, or excuse me, Isaiah's reading, uh, where he says, when you see this, meaning uh, the, the Jerusalem being uh, proclaimed, being exalted. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice and your bodies flourish like the grass. The Lord's power shall be known to his servants. Because really, in the gospel, right, the servants that Jesus sent out, the 70, experience God's power. But even at the end, he warns them, hey, but don't, don't puff your chest out, right? Don't fill your, your mind and your heart with ego and that idea that look at what great things I'm doing. Satan's falling from the sky. The demons are dancing to this tune. He's saying, this is God's work. What, what we're talking about here is, you know what? The agenda for rejoicing is, is not what you do for God, but what God does for you. The great triumph is not in your authority over evil, but in God's authority over you and presence with and within you. I love that. It's not our authority over evil, but God's presence in us. That's what we rejoice at. And because of God's presence in us, our, uh, our authority over evil, right? That it is God in and through us, working through us, that defeats the evil one. And what Jesus is rejoicing at is the fact that these 70 said, yes, Lord, work through me. Work through me. Find a home within me that you can do whatever it is that you need to do in order for your kingdom to come. So let's jump back to that, because that first reading is all about God's kingdom being experienced here. Now, here's what it's important for us to know, right? This is Isaiah. This is Isaiah chapter 66. It's at the end of Isaiah's um, book, the, the longest book, one of the longest books in all of Scripture. So um, this is what we're I'm going to give you a little history lesson here. I'm going to be brief. Most scholars believe that the book of Isaiah, those 66 chapters, are divided up between the first Isaiah who wrote it, and that's the first 39 chapters that was before Israel went into exile, second Isaiah who wrote from within the exile in Babylon, and third Isaiah, the last 10 chapters, so 56 to 66, so it would be 11 chapters, um, from when they are back in Jerusalem. Why is that important? Because we're experiencing right here in chapter 66, Isaiah is saying, thus says the Lord, you know, this is your place of home. This is your place of comfort. Rejoice when you find that, right? Like a mother comforting her child. I mean, these are very sensual imagery. It's very sensual imagery he's using here, right? Oh, that you would, you know, suck from these abundant breasts and, and, and the, the fullness of this milk that he's talking about, that you may delight in her abundant breasts. You may suck fully from the milk of her comfort. I mean, every one of you who are women know this far more than we who are men. But that idea of suckling a child, I've seen it with our five children uh, after they are fed. 
and that delight, that comfort, that trust, that vulnerability, that oneness of that child and that mother and what that looks like. And that's what God is saying here is that is our oneness, not just my individual Joe Zanks or your individual oneness with God, although that's it too, but the community, the nation, the people of Israel, God's chosen ones, on the other side of the exile, who they believed God had lost. They had, they had lost God in, in and through their actions. And they went off to exile and they thought God wasn't with them. But second Isaiah reminded, no, God is with you here and he's going to lead you back. And he does. And he reminds them, I'm right here with you. But just as Jesus says to those who go out on mission, don't get so full of yourself, Isaiah has to say that to the nation of Israel as well. He doesn't say it in today's reading, but if we go back merely a chapter to Isaiah 65, right? Just start at at verse 1. I was ready to respond to those who did not ask, to be found by those who did not seek me. I said, here I am, here I am, to a nation that did not invoke my name. I've stretched out my hands all day to a rebellious people who walk in a way that is not good, following their own designs. Here's why I say this, my friends. I'm jumping all over, and hopefully I'll bring it all back into one at the end. We celebrate, brothers and sisters, this weekend as a nation, our independence. And brothers and sisters, it is worthy of celebration. Every one of you who are listening to this, who live in the United States of America, brothers and sisters, we have been gifted with, uh, with the freedoms that we have been, I'll say given, but, but that have uh, been hard fought and hard won, right? Um, and have been passed down to us. And, uh, and, and this form of government that allows a voice and, and invites a voice, you know, last week had we read Galatians, it has one of my favorite lines in all of Scripture, for freedom Christ set us free. For freedom Christ set us free. That Christ, in, in, in his very life, death, and resurrection, led the way of what freedom looks like, but also what it's for and what responsibility it carries. Brothers and sisters, as a nation this weekend, we need to celebrate those freedoms that we have been blessed with. And we need to honor those, first and foremost, our God, who is freedom itself, as the giver of that. However, we can very easily slip into the same, um, the same uh, trap, can I use that word, that Israel does. And what is that trap? That trap is that idea that we, I mean, goodness sakes, watch for it this weekend. It's called jingoism or nationalism. We are the greatest nation on earth. We are, I mean, there's been no nation up to this point who has what we have and who is as good as we are and we are the best. And that whole idea, brothers and sisters, Israel was God's chosen people. And God was saying, do not fall into that trap. It is my presence within you that that's worthy of rejoicing. Because when you say, yes, I can work in and through you, right? Brothers and sisters, we have been blessed in this country, and we need to thank God for it. But the minute we fall into the trap of we are the best, and we're going to puff out our chests, God says that's not what it's about. That's not it at all. 
It is about my presence within you that can help uh, not only bring that freedom and experience that freedom uh, to us as individuals, but to others within and, and, and around us, and, and eventually um, the world, right? Because that's what God did in, in and through Israel, is to bring his very presence, because all nations will go to, to God's holy mountain, right? They'll stream there. Why? Because that's where we experience God's presence, God's life, God's love. That's where we see who and what God is and experience it and then take it in ourselves. Brothers and sisters, we live in a nation. I guess this is what I'm saying. Isaiah was nailing him in chapter 65 and saying, hold a mirror up to yourself. The beauty of scripture is the fact that the Israelites did. They aired their dirty laundry alongside their victories where God uh, worked through them and, and won mighty victories. But they also hung their dirty laundry out to say, but here's when we left them. And here were the, the repercussions of that decision and that choice. Brothers and sisters, as a nation, we need to be humble as well. And we need to, to not be afraid to air our dirty laundry, not for shame, but to say because of it, we need to think differently. We live in a country that struggles racially, that... that um, I say the words Black Lives Matter and half of you might want to shut off this podcast. What does that mean? How do we come to terms, brothers and sisters, with our past and, and somehow own it and say, but it's not, it's not who we need to be now because we cannot be and we can learn from that. How do we, how do we listen to these January 6th hearings and say, this is part of our recent past just a year and a half ago. And what does that teach us now? In humility, in humility to say, what is truth? And how do we live that democracy, that gift that is given? And, and how, do we, how, do we, how do we struggle with the, the, the enigma, the riddle, the knot that is Roe v. Wade and its, and its overturning of last week? Brothers and sisters, we have to, we have to own our, our nation's um, setbacks, dirty laundry, as well as its beauty. And this weekend causes a great chance for us to do that. And we do it in a similar way that Isaiah was challenging the Israelites to do it. And we do it in a similar way that Jesus was sending out the 70. Brothers and sisters, let me pull it full circle and, and bring it to a close. The idea is the 70 means all of us. It's, it's, the, it's the work of the nations. It's, it's the entirety that you and I are given that charge to bring that gospel with us and, and, to, and to rely in our vulnerability on God's presence. Toothbrush and a comb. That's it. Don't take anything with you. Trust in who you meet along the way. And if they give you peace, that's wonderful. Stay. And if they don't, don't impose. But brothers and sisters, our home is in that place of vulnerability. It's in that place where we are one with, with our maker, with our creator, with our God. We are one with those others in our life. I hope you have a place where you feel that comfort, 
that, that as, a, as a child does in the arms of its mother. That's what our God is for us. That's who and what our God is for us as individuals. That's who and what our God is for us as a nation. We, we are called to experience that oneness. But we are called, brothers and sisters, not to rely on our own uh, work, but it is God in and through us, that it is God's presence within us. That's what we rejoice at. Brothers and sisters, we have been gifted with a God who gives us this mission and ministry, and he trusts it to you and I. He trusts us to say, yes, it is God's work. We simply get to participate within it. That's all God needs. And we need to participate. Well, he invites us. Let me say it that way. God invites us to participate in and with and through it as individuals, as a church, as a nation. To the extent that we do, that oneness, that home is experienced. Let's pray. And so we continue through the joyful mysteries. And we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The second joyful mystery, the visitation. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
Oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls from heaven. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, bless you. May you have a wonderful celebration uh, of this holiday. May your week be filled with every joy. And I'll see you again next Friday. God's peace.